Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we are joined by Greg, the hydrogen man. And we're talking about the powerful benefits of molecular hydrogen. Greg shares his healing journey with us along with his deep dive into the world of molecular hydrogen, including the best forms and delivery systems to improve health. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. It's actually a pleasure to be here. It's nice to meet you. So I would love to hear your journey to how did you become the hydrogen man? Because that's <laughs> well, that, that's unique. <laughs> it certainly wasn't planned. I mean, basically, I just got really sick. You know, I had a lot of medical issues. And that includes actually autoimmune issues. But I also had a really bad heart condition. I had inflammation all over my body. You know, I couldn't walk. And that was extremely depressing, you know, for me. And I actually worked in the medical field for like two decades. Oh, wow. And so I really had a good idea of how the system worked. And when I got sick, I remember thinking, oh, no, because <laughs> I don't want to go through it. But I saw so many people go through and my condition wasn't something that they could particularly really pinpoint because I had so many issues and including even tumors. And it was just like one thing after another, my liver wasn't doing real great either. You know, it it was really, really bad. And it was extremely depressing. And it got to the point where I literally couldn't even change the channels on a remote control. My, my joints hurt so bad. Wow. And that was kind of my low point. And so that's how it all really happened. And then of course, because there really wasn't any, you know, because the medical establishment just wanted to like give me pain pills, anti-inflammatories, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think we all know that that's kind of what they do. And so that's really what happened. And then I was just always trying to, what one thing that happened with me is I started reading a lot of, so, you know, I think a lot of us go to YouTube and sometimes look for answers even medically, right. Or things that could potentially work for us. And when I was on YouTube, my frustration was that I was getting differences of opinions. So one person will say, hey, eat nothing but meat. One person says, no, eat nothing but raw vegetables. One person says, no, drink this water. One person says, no, drink that water. And and that became very frustrating because everybody and their mother was saying something different. And then on top of it, you know, everybody was always saying, I'll take this supplement, take that supplement. There's so many supplements out there too. And I'm not saying that they're not good or anything. But after a while, I remember thinking to myself, well, what if I took everything? that everybody suggests. And I quickly realized that that would be pretty foolish. I mean, I would have a cupboard just full of stuff. And the whole thing just began to almost, dare I say, look a little bit like a joke. I was like, okay, this is this is just getting really weird. And then I made a decision just of my own fruition that I think I'm just going to start looking at scientific evidence. And I have to learn how to read data, but also understand where the data is coming from to make sure that, you know, these are reliable studies. And then on top of that, I don't just do that. I'll, I'll read the data 
I'll also go with what makes sense. I'll also go with other data. And, and I'll basically look at the same thing from multiple different angles. And then even think with my own logic, because you know, I my personality for a lot of people who don't know is I'm extremely skeptical. Uh, it takes a lot to convince someone like me. And when I really, really want something, I can become quite proficient in it. I, I, I don't want to say that I'm like really smart because I don't think of myself that way. But when I'm really interested in something, I learn a lot about it. And I get very, I don't want to say the word obsessive, but I would say that I become very passionate. Um, and so that's kind of how it all happened. And of course, I stumbled upon the data of you know molecular hydrogen. And when I first read it, I actually thought it was a scam. And I remember I kept reading the data, though, because it was intriguing. And as I kept reading it, I, I remember just thinking, okay, this is interesting. And I kept going and I kept going. And it took almost four years of reading data before I would even consider trying it because I, I really did think it was too good to be true. And most of the stuff that I discovered that was too good to be true was usually not true. A scam, yeah. <laughs> yep. And so once, I mean, I, I was so desperate. I had spent a massive amount of money on different supplements, devices, naturopaths, normal MDs. I mean, I really went through absolutely everything. And I even, at one point, I even made kind of a promise to myself I even made a prayer, you know, for anybody who's spiritual, you know, I, I did make a prayer because I was in my low point and I was just like, God, you know, please help me find, you know, the answers. I didn't really ask for him to just heal me immediately. I, I just asked sure. for like guidance, you know, give me the me. path. Yeah. And so that, that did actually, something did start happening because my brain, I really wasn't actually interested in, in medical jargon. I wasn't interested in the medical field, even though I stumbled upon to work in it. It was kind of a funny long story, but that's not really what's important. The point is, is that all of a sudden I became a little more interested in medicine. And I think it was just because I was sick. I mean, that was really the only reason I was interested. And as time went on, I actually, this is kind of off subject and I probably won't go into it much, but, you know, I even started having different experiences as I was doing things to my body, let's say. And that became intriguing to me because I'm like, huh, why am I, why am I responding this way, especially as a skeptic, to some of these things that I'm implementing? And a lot of it had to do with purity. So like the cleanest water, the cleanest food, changing my lifestyle, changing my diet. And then I would also have these, you know, dare I say, spiritual experiences. And that's, you know, something that I would have also been pretty skeptical about. So all these things uh, start happening. And then, of course, with the hydrogen thing, I was again reading the data and I finally thought, you know what, I just need to try this stuff because I'm clearly not getting better. And then of course, reading not just about the hydrogen, the next part that became much more complex was, so how do I get it? I mean, where in the heck do you go buy yeah. hydrogen? And what exact type of hydrogen are we talking about? Because you know, there's different types of hydrogen. And so which one are we talking about medically? And then if I do find a way to make it, is there a safe or unsafe way, which I quickly realized was actually much more important than just about anything, any other part of this whole journey. And then how much of it do I need? And then how is it implemented? You know, do I dissolve it in water? Do I get an IV? Do I inhale the gas? It's like, how, how do I go? I mean, it, there was a lot of questions. And so eventually I figured all that out. It's a long story, you know, of eventually how I figured all that out. And then I remember just thinking to myself, you know what? I, I and I remember looking for YouTube for answers and nobody was talking about hydrogen. <laughs> Shocker. Um, no, nobody knew the answers to these questions. And it took so much effort and so many years for me to figure it all out. But I was like, you know, I should at least share this on 
on YouTube, which is why I started the YouTube channel. And I thought it was an absolutely amazing thing, the hydrogen, because not only what it did for me, but what it did for like my father. I mean, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, glaucoma, arthritis, and diabetes. And when hydrogen got rid of all that for him, it blew my mind. I, I just could not believe what I was witnessing on top of the things that it did for me too. And so it became quite a, you know, pretty remarkable. And of course, with time, I fine-tuned how I would do the hydrogen, the best way to make it. And that was a process too. That took, there was more, there was still learning. Even when I started my YouTube channel, I realized that there was more learning to go. And that guided me to Japan <laughs> because uh-huh. the Japanese, I mean, they were, you know, I was of course wondering where the heck is, are these studies coming from? And they, of course they were coming from Japan. And then I was seeing, well, who's making, you know, who's doing this research and, you know, not only legitimate universities and, you know, it was very legitimate. In fact, it's already been medically approved. I don't know if you're aware of that. And it was something that I, I saw that the medical establishment in Japan was trying to do something that I was not fond of, which was they were trying to bury it under the rug. They did not want this stuff to be approved. And I couldn't understand why. Well, you know, but the way that the world's going these days, I think I'm starting to understand a little better uh-huh. why things it's all been exposed. <laughs> it's not a days. mystery to me, Greg. <laughs> I yeah. know because I because I'm such a, you know I'm I'm the kind of guy where in my mind you know I want the best for people. Sure. I could never I could never understand you know a level of corruption that could potentially either be trying to harm people or don't want people to get better. That was not. It was very hard for me to swallow that pill because that's just not the way that I think. I always right. wanted the best for people. It actually yeah. brings me the most joy for people to do well, and it makes me sad when they don't do well. And but yeah, once I realized that, I was like, okay, but thank God for these scientists that pushed so hard in Japan and for years. And eventually, it just couldn't be denied no more. It, it was clearly something amazing. And they had too much evidence. I mean, we're not talking about 100 studies or 200 or 300 or 800. I mean, we're talking not only well over 1,000, it's nudging around 2,000 or more. So it's it's a lot of data out there. That's amazing. Amazing. And and for listeners that are not familiar with you and are listening on audio, you know, it's hard. And I get this. I understand it. It's hard to imagine you being so debilitated. And also there has to be, we could get into this or not, some anti-aging. You don't look old enough to have spent two decades working anywhere. So (laughs) (laughs) he's fit and young and clearly. (laughs) So I would love to, to kind of circle back and dig into if I could talk to you for three hours, I would go kind of chronologically through your figuring out, right? Like, you know, what kind of hydrogen, how do you make it? How do you, how do you take it? What are the doses? Um, but I, yeah. I want to just kind of cut to the chase for listeners of the knowledge you have now. Um, yeah. You know, tell it, tell us kind of the, the ins and outs and do's and don'ts and, and why, like, how is it that you are healthy and well? And like you mentioned your father specifically, what, what is, what is it about hydrogen that is so healing? You know, uh, the first thing I'll say is that I observe nature a lot on this whole journey. Again, I would look at the science, but I also observe nature. So like one, one of the interesting examples is, have you ever heard of a place called Lourdes, France or Lourdes? Yes. France? Yes. And, you know, they talk about the healing waters of Lourdes. And apparently it was the Japanese who discovered that that water actually had high levels of molecular hydrogen. 
And that to me, see that, and that comes from nature. So that's just one thing. Then of course they took it to the lab and started testing on animals. And of course they saw the amazing things that were happening. I wish I could show you some footage of these mice that these poor mice, but the things they had them go through, but it's, it's so remarkable. I have videos of it. I mean, I already go as have as far, I have like live blood analysis in the lab. I had a doctor contact me telling me, you know what you're showing there is impossible. And then of course that particular doctor, I still remember she actually got the exact same device that was used in the lab, in that lab study. And she performed the same exact test because she was actually trying to prove me wrong. And I'm like, you're not really proving me, you know, you'd be proving the Japanese wrong, not me, right. but I'm sharing, the, I'm sharing the data. And all she did was actually prove me right and prove them right because she said the results were the same. And she couldn't believe, it. she said, this is unbelievable. This is literally like a miracle molecule. And it really is. I mean, like I said, it's really changed my life. And, and, and what it exactly does, nobody actually knows exactly what it does. I don't know if you're aware that nobody actually knows the full mechanism. What they can do is they can they can use it and they can see that it clearly works. And they've discovered some things about it. I mean, they've discovered that it appears, I, I will always say, I'm not giving any medical advice, making any medical claims. I would like to put that out there. <laughs> but what I can say is that they know that it, it appears that it functions as an anti-inflammatory. It appears to function as an antioxidant and a very unique antioxidant, like a selective antioxidant. And you know, it does seem to activate certain parts in the body, like certain enzymes. It appears, now this depends on how you use it also, whether you use the water or the gas inhalation, whether it can cause the body to produce like ghrelin, for example, which is, you know, the precursor to HGH, which is typically something that happens when you fast. So it almost seems to be bringing certain benefits of fasting without having to fast. Now, granted, I created, so I created a lot of my own protocols. And you know, some of the protocols I've created, like I created something called the hydrogen fast. So if you really want to take fasting to a whole other level, it's it's amazing. Some of the stuff that I've come up with has been studied and proven that I was correct. And then some of the stuff has not been proven yet, but there is enough data to support the hypothesis. But I've, you know, I've already tried it. I've tried it with right. other people. I've personally seen it work. I have before and after pictures on my channel. There was a guy who had an incurable condition. You couldn't even see the pigment of his skin because it was covered in like almost like a strange rash or whatnot. And somebody saw my my show and, you know, they tried my methods and they sent me pictures because about six months later, he was way better. And you could actually see his original skin color. They've used this on Alzheimer's and dementia. There was a woman who contacted me. She sent me pictures too. That was an amazing one because she contacted me and just said, is this normal? because this stuff is working so ridiculously good. And you should see my mother because she had dementia. She was just staring out into space. And all of a sudden she started using this and you should see the before and after pictures. I mean, you could clearly see it clear as day. And she said her mother was doing so much better. And there's so many stories like that. I've been doing this for many years and hydrogen just continues to absolutely blow my mind. I, it's really hard to believe, but one of the things that I love the most about hydrogen, it was actually the very first instinctual thing when I first started reading about the data, even though I logically, I'm like, okay, this looks like a scam. But instinctively, I did have a feeling about it the moment I read about it, which was, it actually felt like a guardian angel, as crazy as that sounds. And the reason that I say that is because of how protective it appears to be. So on a video I have, my videos are numbered. And if you were to look at video, for example, number eight, it clearly shows you how protective it, they, on that particular study, they were using like chemotherapy radiation. But what I started noticing about hydrogen is that it appears to protect you, not just from that, just, just about everything. So 
For example, there was a, another study, if you've ever known something about something called cisplatin. I'm not familiar. So cisplatin is a cancer drug and, you know, it's for tumors. Now, doctors don't tend to want to give cisplatin to their patients because it will literally destroy your kidneys. And then you're going to end up needing a kidney transplant on top of your cancer, right? So it's rarely used, but there was a study that I read where they were trying to study the effects, not just of cisplatin, but they were using hydrogen and lo and behold, hydrogen was protecting the kidneys where you could literally use this medicine and potentially be walking out with your original kidneys. And, wow. and that's just, it goes on and on and on. And, and, you know, one of the things that crossed my mind was, I know that we're in a world that's highly polluted. I know we have crap in our water. I got the lab test to prove it. <laughs> you know, I know <laughs> we have stuff in our air. I know we have stuff in our food, including we know that we spray, you know, herbicides, fungicides, yeah. pesticides, you know, that we know are harmful. I mean, we have the data, we, we know that they're harmful. And so I thought to myself, what better way than to use something like hydrogen just to protect me from everyday life as a preventative right. care. And on top of it, all the wonderful things that, that it can potentially do for us. And like I said, the, the hardest thing was really just how do I get it into my house? And, and how do I get like therapeutic grade? Like really, you know, because a lot of people don't understand the difference between medical grade and not medical grade. And medical grade, just like oxygen, medical grade oxygen is a very high purity. It's all about purity. And when I was looking at hydrogen equipment, I realized that most of the stuff was being made in China. And I mean, not to throw China under the rug, but like a lot of the stuff from China, they don't, let's just say they don't have a good track record, right? <laughs> if you look at, if you look at stuff from there. It's quality control and purity is not, I don't even know, is there a Chinese word for purity? I'm sure there is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But not manufacturing processes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And when I really started learning about hydrogen, I had to learn about things that had to do with engineering, which were not my interest. Again, this is what was so hard for me. But I became interested because of how I wanted to get better. And I started learning about metallurgy, you know, the science of metals and how important that was for hydrogen, um, the computers that operate these devices. You know, I, I stay away from any device made from China. I stay away from any device because I've never seen them have the technology that I'm looking for. Stayed away from devices from Korea, actually. I did use originally a Korean device and I learned that they were using Chinese parts and they would put them together there. Then after lots of research, I started finding out that you have to be cautious even with stuff from Japan because a lot of the stuff in Japan was actually Chinese stuff being shipped there and they would put them together there and they could legally claim that they're made in Japan. So... This caused a lot of digging. And eventually I did find, actually they're the number one company in all of Japan. And that guy's story is incredible. I mean, he had a sick daughter. He had a very knowledge, he had a lot of knowledge in regards to hydrogen. He really just had a theory that it could really help his daughter. She was born with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, wow. It was really sad. And they, they told him, look, your daughter's probably not going to make it to the age of, you'll be lucky if she makes it to the age of five. And clearly that would be extremely sad. And he's just set out to make the best hydrogen machine in the world. And, and he didn't want to outsource to China. Everything was done in-house. Everything was done in Japan. He seeked out companies with top engineers and top technology. He had like Yamaha had a hand in his device. G-Shock had a hand in his device. I believe Toyota even. And I believe there's a, there's a metal company. I can't remember the name of it anymore, but anyway, he really went all out. It's actually the only lab tested lab certified device in the world, like as far as hydrogen goes. 
And and even one of the top doctors in Japan, who is a neurosurgeon, and I believe a neuroscientist too. I mean, this guy is like, he graduated from the number one university in all of Japan, which is a big deal because for people who don't know Japan, they highly value education. And if you're one of the like, if you're at the number one university, and you're one of the top of your class, you're brilliant, you're, you're extremely intelligent. And this guy actually uses the exact same device I do. And it's the only one he recommends to his patients, because I've also seen it not only work for well, I've seen it what it does for dementia and Alzheimer's. But I've also worked personally with people who had TBI, you know, traumatic brain injury. And he deals with stuff like that, too, obviously, a lot of neurological disorders. And it was unbelievable. I, I was I spoke to a woman who could, she, didn't even, she couldn't even remember her own name, everything that you would talk to her, she'd forget in about 10 seconds. And it was really bad. And I actually just spoke to her like three days ago. It was such a sweet phone call because she got back to me. And this was, you know, after months of her using the hydrogen, she gets back to me. I'm not kidding you. I couldn't, I couldn't recognize her voice because she could speak coherently. And I was like, who is this? And, And, you know, she explained to me who it was. And the only reason she got back to me was because she said, I just wanted to let you know, I know that you didn't know this, but she said, I was ready to take my life. She said, I couldn't live like this. I was a mess. And she said, you saved my life, you know, and you spend all this time with me and it touches me. You know, I get kind of emotional about it because I do spend a lot of time with people. And, and so anyway, she was just calling to thank me. And it was wow. a really, it was a very touching moment. And it's not the only call I've ever received or anything, but yeah, it's just wonderful to see. And I just think the world needs to know. So I thank you for having me on and sharing this with the people out there who don't know about, you know, hydrogen and how to do it properly. Which is, which is probably most of <laughs> the population. <laughs> Let's talk about the different, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, drinking hydrogen water versus inhaling hydrogen. How does somebody decide what's the right approach for them? Or is one just across the board better than the other? Well, the technique that I developed that appears to be the best technique. So in nature, it's the water that has a dissolved hydrogen in it, like Lourdes France, for example. Uh, the device that the gentleman created, which I actually have right here, also because I sit here and inhale my hydrogen mm-hmm. gas when I'm doing different things. And actually, you know, if you don't mind, I'm just going to inhale a little bit. We're hanging out here anyway. So um, why not? Might as well. I know it makes you look like you're sick, but I'm clearly not sick. But anyway, no. <laughs> um, it's just good for you. But yeah, there is a difference. Uh, there's a difference on how it reacts to the body and how you can use it. Um, I, I love that when the guy created this thing that he did both, that it makes the water and the gas, because I wouldn't, after learning everything that I have, I wouldn't want to just do one or the other. Now, if I had to choose, okay. if I had, you know, if I had to absolutely choose, I would definitely choose the water. And that's mostly because of, again, data. It was, it's ironically a very funny story too. The Japanese all assumed that the gas was going to be of greater benefit because you get a lot more hydrogen when you're inhaling. Right. And so they just assumed that that would be better. But this is why we do research. And this is why we have science, you know, good science, of course, <laughs> not these, this other Fake stuff. Out there these days, but yeah, I won't go into that, right? Uh-huh. That's a whole um, other episode. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they basically discovered that the water appeared to be better in a lot of ways. And like I said, I use them both. I developed a technique where you actually, for example, you drink the water in an empty stomach, and then you inhale the gas after the water. And that actually appears to do more than either one of them on their own. So they kind of enhance each other. And so that's one of the techniques that, you know, quote, unquote, I did. And uh, yeah, so I, I like the water, the water more. And I think water is more of a, it's an everyday thing that we can easily do. I mean, everybody drinks gotcha. water, or at least they should. 
Yes, um, they clean. should. <laughs> and, and and by the way, and I mean clean water, you know, for a lot of people who don't know, I also had to become a little bit of a water expert um, because it seems that, again, everybody and their mother seems to have a difference of opinion on what the best water is. And I had to go as far as basically not listening to people anymore. And I had to ask myself the questions. Do I want a water that's a specific pH? Do I want a water that, you know, is from spring water, you know, or like, what kind of water do I want? And my answer was, I just want clean water. Like, I don't care what pH it is. I mean, you could give me perfect pH, and it could have all sorts of chemicals in it. So I just want a clean water. And of course, I start observing nature again. And ironically, it all starts with hydrogen because it starts with the sun and it hits the ocean and we go through what's called the hydrologic system. And that is the best way to purify water. I even found ancient scriptures where they spoke about it. And this is again, where I, where I line things up from every which angle. And then of course I looked at the science and it was clear as day that carbon distillation is the only way to highly, highly, highly purify water to the highest degree where you remove everything from the PFAS, which is in almost everybody's water in America, which we know causes cancer in a major way, from the fluoride in the water to all the heavy metals in the water, inorganic compounds. Throughout my research, it shocked me to find that we even have radiation in our water. We have radioactive contaminants basically in our water. I mean, what's in our water is just horrendous. And so I found this way to sharing this to be depressing. It's because we can we can take action. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, that's a sad thing not to interrupt you, but that's a sad thing about this world is that we need to now be educated in order to learn to navigate it. If we want to stay healthy, right. You know, that's my opinion. Yeah. And so it kind of sucks that that's what we have to be. Cause I don't want to be the guy saying the water's going to hurt you. You know, you got to do this. It's like, I don't want to be this guy, you know, but you know, I had to become that person for myself and my own well being. And I don't go around being preachy around my friends and family really, you know, they know what I'm doing. Sometimes it bothers them that I'm, they think I'm a health nut. And it's like, look, right. guys, I can walk again. Okay. If you yeah. know what that means. You I know? get it. So, I get it. As do many of, of our listeners. So <laughs> yeah. lay person question, and I, I dabbled in hydrogen for, I don't know, probably the past five years or so, but can you, you know, are, are there ways to misuse hydrogen? Can you overdo it or do things incorrectly? Oh, of course. I mean, the, the biggest misuse is one, just the wrong hydrogen. For example, there are people out there who talk about something called Brown's gas. Um, that, to, in my personal opinion, especially the way that I see it made, they use chemicals. Can you believe that? They oh. literally use chemicals like uh, lye or sodium hydroxide, which is literally the main ingredient in Drano. And people literally use this stuff to and, and go on telling people that this is good for them. And I'm like, you know, there's like zero. There, I haven't seen one study that shows that Brown's gas is actually effective. But the problem is they confuse people because they tell people out there, hey, this is hydrogen. And it is right. kind of a form of hydrogen, but it's not molecular hydrogen. And that's the stuff where all the data is, you know, is on using just cheap products. You know, I'm not a personally, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to name any companies or anything, but like, I'm not a fan of like, for example, they have hydrogen pills out there or, mm-hmm. or other, they have what's called magnesium sticks from China. So they try to create again, another chemical reaction to create the hydrogen. And that's the problem is that the chemical reactions or the incorrect ways of doing hydrogen have byproducts. And so you want the purity. It's all about the purity, because if you want the real benefits of hydrogen, in my personal opinion, it's going to be long-term. You're not, you're not going to drink a glass of water one day. You're going to want something. It's like a water filter. 
you're going to want the best water filter, or in my case, carbon distiller, that's what I use, to make the absolute cleanest water. And I guess if people want to look at the equipment I use, they can go, there's a website called mypurewater.com. That's that's the ones that I use. They're made in America. They're not Chinese made. I have a discount code if you want one. It's Uprising144K, the same name as my YouTube channel. But that's up to you if you know if you want to share with the audience. But that's what I use. I only recommend. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) it's good. (laughs) You know, and I only recommend what I personally use. So I don't recommend just anything. Yeah. You know. So and I don't use a ton of stuff. So. So tell me a little more about this machine that you do use. And yes, because I have a so, question I'm dying to ask. <laughs> after. Well, the, the, <laughs> the, this machine is is obviously again it's the, it was a Japan it's a Japanese device, fully engineered, fully built. Like this is the real an actual real Japanese machine. And like I said, it's the number one machine in Japan for a reason. The purity of it is extremely high. In fact, uh, there's going to be more data coming out that I wish I could talk about, but I'm not allowed to talk about it just yet until it's okay. all finalized. But, but <laughs> Yeah. But all I can say is that all it does is reiterate what I've been saying for years. So it turned out that I was, again, I was right, you know, about the things that I've been saying. That's all it's going to prove in the end. Okay. But this is the beautiful thing is that we have access to it now. We don't have to wait for doctors in America to figure it out one or two or three decades from now. It's already accessible. It's already affordable. This guy literally made a device that you can use in your home. Um, that is easy to use. It literally has one button and very cheap to maintain. And I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't be happier that this guy did what he did. It's sad, which I think happens for a lot of people. It's the sad and terrible things that can sometimes bring out wonderful things. I think like a Buddhist saying about that flower that comes from the mud or whatever, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful for it. And it certainly changed my life and other people around me. You know, I have had a lot of friends and family who have benefited from this and obviously a lot of people out on the internet. So, And would you, in your opinion, again, where nobody's giving medical advice, but is there anybody who shouldn't use hydrogen therapy? Well, in my opinion, as long as it's made right, then I would, in my personal opinion, absolutely not. There is nobody I can think of. The only cautions that I would give people is because it works so good that sometimes you have to be cautious if you're on medication. So let's say you, let's say without medication, you had high blood pressure. And let's say you would take your medication and it would bring it down to the level where it's supposed to be. Well, let's say that you start drinking hydrogen water. Well, now, and I've seen it a million times, I always warn people and they don't listen to me because I've had some people be like, oh my gosh, I've suffered from high blood pressure forever. It's so hard for them to get it down, even with medication. Well, sure enough, they start using the hydrogen and they realize that their blood pressure is now too low. And I'm like, I told you, you have to monitor because what's going to end up happening, and and I've seen it happen with numerous people, is that the doctor's going to have to start slowly weaning you off the medication Mm -hmm. until you find that balance. And actually, I've seen a ton of people get off their high blood pressure medication. So, So that's one thing. The other big one that I've seen is diabetes. So I knew you were going to say that because those are the two (laughs) in my work that we're always having to monitor and and reduce, luckily. (laughs) There you go. And it's the same thing. It makes makes your blood glucose, where you don't have to use basically that much insulin. There was a woman who now, she likes to call herself the hydrogen girl because (laughs) she found me and, and I helped her too with her diabetes. And she had type 1 diabetes. She was able to go almost six months without using insulin at all, which her doctor wow. literally told her that's impossible. Right. And she did it. And I did a whole video on it. I had screenshots of all her, her glucometer readings, everything. 
And her doctor just couldn't believe it. He, he was like, you know, this is impossible, yet I'm witnessing it. He tracked her for almost six months. And, and he, I guess, asked her, he's like, where are, did you learn to do this? Like, what are you doing and where did you learn? And she said, well, I'm doing this hydrogen stuff. And I learned from this guy. This guy online calls himself the hydrogen man. And I guess the doctor was like, no, what are you talking? Yeah. No, no, th- th- <laughs> there's, this shouldn't even exist. This, this guy should be getting some Nobel Prize. And I'm like, well, it wouldn't be me. It would be the people in Japan, you know. But this guy was apparently blown away. And I have been contacted throughout the years by numerous doctors and physicians because they want to know my techniques because they've seen what it does for their patients. And so I end up having to start educating. I can't believe I'm saying this, but doctors. That's so great. It's been totally it's been wild. Yeah, it's amazing. So the hydrogen water. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that process of, you know, I, I'm always, you know, fascinated with how long does the hydrogen stay in the water if you're, so how does yes. that work? So hydrogen does not stay in water very long. It, I call it the, the, the molecule, we'll think of a balloon. They just float away and they're constantly leaving the water. It's going to depend on temperature. It's going to depend on the movement of the water, and it's going to depend on how you actually make it too. Because again, there's numerous methods of making hydrogen in different ways, and some are going to be more stable than others. And so basically, the way that this machine makes it is the most stable that I've ever seen, and it does fully saturate the water. So be very cautious with numbers that are given out there by hydrogen companies too, because I've seen certain quote-unquote claims, and then when I see the lab test, they're not particularly accurate, you know, quite often, unfortunately. And that's why this machine, again, lab tested, certified, you actually know what you're getting. And that's extremely important. And that was an issue in Japan. That's why that's why they went as far as doing it. But it's such a crazy process to do that for every machine. Nobody in the world does it except this one company, if you can believe that, just one company out of all of them does this. But so the water probably lasts about an hour, just to give you like a rough number. Well, it lasts about an hour. A long time. That's longer than I was expecting you to say. Well, but let me give you the bad news. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> in, in one hour, let's say that in one hour, all the hydrogen has gone. So that means that in 30 minutes, half of it's gone, okay. which means that in 15 minutes, one fourth of it is gone okay. and so on and so forth. And the problem with that is, is that in order for you to get what I would call a therapeutic dose of hydrogen to really see it do the magic that I, that I've witnessed, mm-hmm. you have to get certain amounts of hydrogen in you. And I don't think it's that hard, but some people find it a little difficult to get the proper amounts of hydrogen in, you know, in them. And that's why when, when you pour a glass of hydrogen water, you want to just drink it immediately. You don't want to just pour a whole thing and take it with you and walk around or or put it in a normal bottle of water. Though the company that actually Japan, again, there's only one company again in the world and it was a Japanese company. They make these very special bottles to contain hydrogen in the water. And it's a special like bag actually looks like a space bag. And that can contain the hydrogen for much longer periods of time where you could take it with you. Like I do take it hiking, you know, depending on where I'm going to go. And then that leads me to one of the things that I try to be really careful with in my life is plastic. (laughs) And so, but talk to me about why, you know, why would we need to use plastic when when we're talking hydrogen water? Well, I don't think you have to use plastic. Now, as okay. far as the device, yeah. the device, they do use plastic. Right. And that was another interesting one to me because I was the same way. And what I started having to research was different types of polymers, you know, and I didn't understand that there are different grades of polymers. And even if you look at something like like food grade hydrogen peroxide, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about something that you cannot put in too many containers, and yet they have it in a very special polymer t- type of plastic, and it's not just burning it, you know, or melting it away. And so the Japanese used. And this was one of my big questions to them, like, why did you guys use plastic? I just couldn't wrap my head around it. And throughout this research, I started finding that glass can be toxic too. That shocked me. It just completely shocked me. And sure enough, you know, typically from China, right? But again, glass can also be dangerous. So what they did, so the Japanese, for a lot of people don't know, actually extremely care about their children you know, the youth of their country, their level of education, the, the way they feed kids at school is unbelievable. I mean, they have nutritionists at school. Right, I mean, real the food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Japanese are so next level, and they really do love the kids in so many ways. And I've witnessed it. And so what they do is they have a very special material they use for baby bottles. And this material is built to withstand boiling water, you know, if because when you can't have boiling water in contact with plastic, it can make it even more dangerous. And so they literally use that material and even better for the hydrofix for the device that I'm using. It's super high grade. And they were like, this stuff could literally withstand boiling water, but you don't want to put boiling water in the system because it's not designed for it. But they said, we it's overkill. You know, it's, it's like having, I guess in car talk, it's like having an engine that can withstand a thousand horsepower, but you're only running 300. So it's going to be really strong, you know? And so it's kind of the same way with, with this particular type of polymer that they're using. Okay. You convinced me. (laughs) I've heard you talk, I've heard you talk about it before and I've, I just wanted to go a little deeper on it because again, I'm always out here telling people to be careful of toxin exposure and, and, we definitely speak the same language about, you know, water purity and and the steps we can take to be healthy. And so when I first heard about Hydrofix, I was like, why is it plastic? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought the exact same thing. I'm totally with, I was like, no, why? And one of the other reasons they did tell me too, they said, look, if you were to use glass, they said it would make the pitcher so heavy when it's full of water. And there's a lot of elderly who use these. And gotcha. they, the Japanese, they're like, we just think it'd be too much. And they did have the data to show that this is actually appears to be extremely safe. And I've had nothing but luck with it. I've never had an issue. Yeah. And, and I have used other devices where you could feel the plastic was cheaper. Because before gotcha. this device came out, I have used a lot of devices, some sure. which even made me sick, like the ones that use the chemicals. And I was like, what is this? And then I would research it and find out that I was not using the right stuff. And and this one's been so wonderful. So. And the, gotcha. the best one, really. And so do you drink hydrogen water all day long? Or you drink a, a certain amount? How, how do you, in your life at this point, how do you use it? Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, so I created, obviously, my own protocol. And basically what I do is drink the water a certain amount, anywhere between half a liter to one liter is the magic number, of course, if you have healthy kidneys. And I drink it empty stomach 20 to 30 minutes before a meal. So basically 20 to 30 minutes before my breakfast. And then I'm not, I, I personally think that it's best not to snack. So I let my body go empty. And when it's lunchtime, empty stomach again, I'll take the water before lunch and do the exact same thing before dinner. So I end up consuming it three times a day. And then throughout the day, if I just want a little water, I'll just pour a little glass and like just 
take like a quick shot of water basically. Okay. And, and that's how I use it. The inhalation, I kind of do whenever I have time. If I'm sitting down on the computer, if I'm even doing an interview like this, this is a very convenient time for yeah. me to just sit here and inhale, you know, but being in front of the computer is a really good time to do it. Remember the protection that it offers. And we're, you know, you know, we're getting that the blue light or oh, yeah. the radiation, you know, so something protective, but I've found that at nighttime, the inhalation actually appears to work the best when you're really trying to repair and heal. And, and ironically, there was no data at the time. Now there's a little bit coming out. It appears that hydrogen actually helps with insomnia because I've known people, including all my own family members, like my mom, who would suffer from insomnia, inhale the hydrogen. And she's, all of a sudden, she's like, wow, I slept great. And I found data where it shows to help with stress hormones. And I just think throughout the entire day, we suffer from so much stress. Yeah. By the end of the day, it just kind of calms you down a little bit and you're able to sleep better. That's amazing. It's, it truly is the miracle molecule. Where, <laughs> where can listeners find out more? We'll have links in the show notes, but you know, if people are, they want to know more about you or more about the Hydrofix, where, where can they go to find out more? So I've made all the information available for free. People don't have to pay for anything, you know, and memberships and all this stuff. You just go to YouTube and type in uprising 144K, you know, all in one word. That's the name of my channel. And I just share all the information on there. And I have a little fun with the channel. You know, I show little things, you know, here and there. Like the other day, there was there was like little deer drowning and I, I recorded it. And, and, I, and I wanted to go and try to save the deer. Um, so it's a little bit, you know, a little bit of my life in there. But for the most part, I just show how to clean water. I show how to do the hydrogen properly and safely. I do show what I do for my diet. Doesn't mean that everybody's in agree with the way that I do things. And that's okay. I'm always okay with agreeing to disagree, but I, I do go off of data. And, and so, yeah, and that's, that's the channel where people can learn. I, I mean, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram and I am on rumble, but the real meat of everything is always at YouTube. Un- I, I would say almost unfortunately, because I hate that they censor us and, you know, know, but it is, it is what it, it is. What <laughs> it's it is. To play the and game. I, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, it and, saddens and- me, but. What and is it through the YouTube channel? What what about people who are like, oh my gosh, I I need to get one of these machines or learn more about Hydrofix? How how where do they go for that? Yeah, so if they want to get a Hydrofix, you know, or learn more about it, the company actually has their own YouTube channel. It's called I think it's called Holy Hydrogen. I think that's what it's called. That's the the website is holyhydrogen.com. And so they do have that, but I believe they have a YouTube channel. And you know, the companies that I support, and there's not a ton of them. So that's the hydrogen company. Then the water company is a whole separate company. Then there's one where I get all my nutrients from. And so I only, you know, again, I only use about four different products from four different companies because I've been doing blood work to make sure that everything that I've been doing is working. And so, because I'm not married to my ideas. You know, if I'm doing something that could be improved, Smart. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm a facts guy. I'm not an opinion guy. I don't, I don't, I'm not married to my opinions. And, and the last time I did blood work, I mean, I'm not kidding you. It, it, it freaked me out because in the medical field, you know that you don't want to get a phone call. You know that a phone call right. usually means something not good. Right. If you don't get a phone call, <laughs> it means that everything's okay. And I got a phone call. And so I was like, oh no, you know, from my latest <laughs> blood work. And, but it was the first time that the doctor basically had contacted me and said, look, I took a look at your blood work. And honestly, I've never seen anything like it. She said, I'd like to know what you're doing because she had her own family members who were sick. That's a smart doctor right there. I always get frustrated when my clients get better and their doctors don't ask what they're doing, right? And that happens a lot. That happens most of the time. It does. So kudos to her for scaring a phone call. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, but, one, but once in a while, you do get those doctors who do want to know. I mean, I had a Harvard yeah. oncologist, you know, contact me too. I've had, I've had a, quite a few doctors throughout the years who have contacted me like, hey, I, I want to learn about what you're doing, you know, and I want to try to even apply it. And usually it's because it's either them or their own family members who are sick. And it's yeah. like almost always. That's what it is. Not some random doctor who nobody's sick and he just wants to learn, you sure. know, more stuff. It's well, always we're human. Family. That's that's usually yeah, exactly. what motivates us. So, Greg, yep. what is one step that listeners can take today? And it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be something we've talked about. But if people are listening, most of them have autoimmunity or a loved one with autoimmunity. But what is something you mentioned inflammation in your story? You know, what's something mm-hmm. listeners can do starting today to improve their health? Well, my own personal opinion is, and I did have an autoimmune issue myself, by the way, yeah. it, it was one of the many things that I had going on. Sure. And what, what I have seen, and, and my father, it's a terrible example. I know I shouldn't use it, but I just think it's important. When my father started his hydrogen journey, he didn't want to change anything. Now, look, me, I changed a lot of things. I changed the way that I eat. I eliminated things out of my life, different things like this. My father didn't want to change anything. So the only thing I could get my father to do, you know, you know, older mm-hmm. people, it's yep. hard to start new habits. He was willing to do the clean water with the hydrogen. And that was it. He's like, I'm not going to give up, you know, enjoying my wine or going out to dinner and having fried shrimp or whatever. Like, I'm going <laughs> to live my life. And I'm like, oh, dad, okay. But he did just do literally just the clean water and the hydrogen. And he said it was super easy. He's like, all I do is get up in the morning. I drink my water. Like, you know, he just use high, you drink water anyway. And, and it's clean water with hydrogen. And that was it. And I'm not kidding you, all those conditions that I talked about are now gone. The only one that took a while, because most of the stuff took about six to eight months or so, the one that took a while longer was his glaucoma. So he had had glaucoma for over 30 years. And I remember there was no data at the time when we started the protocol with my father. And after he has to have his eyes checked every year. And on the first year, the, the eye doctor was saying, well, you still got glaucoma, everything's normal, keep taking your eye drops, you know, your medicine. The second year, it was the same result. And after the second year, I gave up thinking, okay, it worked out of all these things that you have. It worked right. on everything except glaucoma. I'm like, it's okay, right? That, that's okay. And then he called me on the third year because he goes, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, what? He goes, I'm at the eye doctor. And I said, I already know, dad, that it doesn't work for glaucoma. I get it. He goes, no, I just tested negative. And I was <laughs> like, what? And he said, even my eye doctor doesn't believe it. And so they brought him back for a retest. Same result. They brought him back again. Same result. <laughs> and I think I think it was after three or four tests. They like, okay, this is ridiculous. We know you have glaucoma. They're like, we know you have it. You've but been no, you here don't. Forever. <laughs> and uh, and sure enough, he doesn't. And it was unbelievable result. because they said, I just anyway. As you get older, it usually gets worse. And so instead well, of getting better, it's unheard. And this is the whole message. The whole reason I have the podcast is because the body can heal. It is this right. marvelous. It, it can heal when we give the right conditions and support it and remove the blocks. And so I love that story. And I always love when something that's impossible happens. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. I love it too. I, I, I truly, I truly do love hydrogen and I'm so grateful that the Japanese, you know, were relentless in their pursuit of figuring it all out. Cause if it wasn't for them, we really wouldn't know about this. Well, it's amazing. And I, I, you know, I'm a bit of a data geek as well. And I, I love living in the world of functional medicine. I know that, you know, anecdotal means a lot. We, we see a lot of stuff work that we don't necessarily have the data for, but then when something also has the data behind it, it's like, okay, this is a, this is a good approach. 
So. Yeah, and, and that's what, you know, that, I got to say, that's the trickiest part because, again, looking at the data is one thing. It's when you start shifting to how do you make it and how do you use it? Because yeah. the data doesn't talk about how to make it. And then, right. then you get into engineering and the science of this whole stuff in a whole different way. That was the most complicated part of my whole journey was learning that, you know, because the data is there. I mean, we, we know right. that this stuff's amazing. It's just how do I apply it in my life that's affordable, that's easy to do, you know, and it would have ordinarily been almost impossible, you know. Yeah. To, and to I will say like I, I, the for a lot of people, they're going to look and Hydrofix is, is not inexpensive. It's an investment. Um, but it's a, it's a huge, it's an investment in your health. And so if you look at, you know, uh, w w nobody tends to look at the cost of illness. <laughs> we oh just focus on, you know, how much the things that help us be well are. Um, so, it but you is, know what I, but you, you know what I learned? I learned something because I thought exactly what you just said. I thought, okay, this thing's expensive. That's what I first remember thinking. Then when I looked at what it would cost to make therapeutic, super clean hydrogen, it was off the charts. Oh, we're not, we're not even, yeah, yeah, we're not talking 50, 100,000 the know-how, right? Like, exactly. And the time and the, yeah. It's like, you, yeah. you need a lab. And so the fact that you need something so expensive, like you said, the know-how, and then on top of it, you know, it's to get something like this for under 2,500 bucks is actually extremely cheap, but that wasn't the mentality that I had originally. And no. ironically, through the long research, this is what shocked me. This is actually the cheapest way. And the reason sure. it's the cheapest is because these machines, the way the Japanese built them, is I discovered my long research. So a lot of machines are actually unreliable. These Chinese machines and whatever, they, they're terrible, actually. And they don't last. And when this guy built this, he wanted it to last so long. They did all these crazy stress tests for like seven years. Wow. And he said it wouldn't, it wouldn't break. They made this thing so good. And because you use hydrogen for the long term, this actually ends up being the cheapest way. It's kind of oh, like buying absolutely. a car that will go a million miles. That yeah. will go a million miles or something, you know? Yeah. And no, so it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, Greg, I cannot thank you enough to, for starting our hydrogen conversation. You just, you've shared so much knowledge and I appreciate you also sharing your journey with us. It's always so inspiring to, to share the healing stories. I, I just really appreciate you. Well, you're very welcome. And I really sincerely hope, you know, other people can overcome their autoimmune issues too. I, I have, so I know that it's possible. I have too. We, <laughs> we know it's possible. <laughs> yep. For everyone Absolutely. listening, remember you can get the transcripts and show notes by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time. This is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.